y'all ready to be our next comedian? Woo! I said, are y'all ready to be our next comedian? Alright, I want y'all to put y'all hands together and give a warm welcome to Johnny Aaron! Thank you, thank you, thank you. How's everybody doing tonight? Woo! Woo, that sounds enthusiastic. <laughs> everybody it's your boy johnny Erez, and we are back with another edition of the podcast but joining me back in the studio is my friend mark p hello 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 you might remember mark p from the through gray eyes episode where mark and i sat down and talked about all things race related today we are back and we are going to be discussing bests, worsts, and firsts. Should be interesting. Yes. Our best experiences, our worst experiences, and our first experiences with everything sex, drugs, and rock and roll or shit in between. So yeah, Mark, we're just discussing this off the air. I think we're going to call this podcast Making Your Mark in the John, right? Combi- Paints a pretty picture. Paints a pretty picture. Yeah. Combining views from the John with Mark, making your mark in the John. I don't know. So let's get right into this. Mr. Mark P., what is your best, worst, and first experience with making Whoopi? Oh, the good old SEX. Um, you know, not to pat myself on the back here, but I feel like I've had a lot of greats and a lot of worsts. And if I had to pick an all-time favorite, oh, God. I got a blowjob in every single state driving cross-country one time. And uh, I got to say, you know, especially when your girlfriend's sleeping and you tap her on the shoulder and you would be like, hey, honey, new state. <laughs> oh, so you were getting the roadhead. Oh, roadhead. We're driving, and I got roadhead. Yes, I'm sorry. I wasn't specific there. Not just a blowjob in every state. As we were driving, because uh, this young lady had dra- uh, graduated from college, and the nice gentleman I am, I flew to Ohio, and we got in her car and drove from Ohio to Los Angeles. And um, I, being the nice guy I am, said I would drive, and... She offered a blowjob. I mean, she was great. This this was one she of just, those. She just went and offered dude, it right up. Oh, I mean, to the end of the story, we got to L.A., and um, there was a point, and this never happened in my life. She said, do you want a sandwich? I said, of course I want a sandwich. And then she's like, uh, do you want a blowjob? And I was like, okay, I'll have a blowjob. She's like, do you want to watch porn while I give you a blowjob? And I said, oh, okay. So I sat on the couch eating a sandwich watching porn that and and got a blowjob she was a giver damn see i've met i've i've actually dated a few girls like that myself and uh i hate to date myself here but i mean i still think about this because i was 17 at the time and my high school girlfriend was 15 and our very first time that we ever got intimate it was uh in our furnished basement of my parents house and we were making out Mm-hmm. And you know the logical next step, and she we stop making out, and she looks me dead in the eyes. This is a fifteen year old. I'm seventeen. I'm like a senior. I'm thinking I'm the, the shit. Yeah, you're in charge here. She's still a virgin. She's still a virgin. She's never you know. So she was kind of inexperienced, but you know she was a great kisser, and she stopped and she looked at me and she's like, "Do you know what I think the best place for a guy's dick is?" She's like, "In my mouth." And she just went right down, and I, st- dude, I was, I was seventeen. I'm now forty-one. I still think about that girl in that moment because I've never had a girl be that like, yo, I'm ready to suck you. I dick. am ready to fucking go down, and I'm just like, wow. And then like my ex-fiance, she was just like the girl that you were describing. Mm-hmm. I would just be chilling right where I am right now. She'd be maybe in the kitchen doing something, and then she would just. Without even fucking me asking, nothing. She would just come over, kneel right down, and just go. And I was Why like, is she Yo. ex-fiance? Oh. 
So some crazy with that. That's that's a whole nother uh, five episodes of fucking why <laughs> she's my ex. Um, well, she might be in part of the worst then, Evan. Not when it comes to sex. Uh, you know, um, drugs. Yeah. You got a worst with the drugs with her? Yeah. She... Wait, well, hold on. I do want to uh, point out he said his furnished basement when he got that blowjob. He just wants to make sure he didn't bring this little 15-year-old girl into, like, a fucking dungeon. <laughs> exactly. That's You're fucking exactly right, bro. Uh, you know, some some places in the country they don't even have basements. You know, like in California and Florida. And Twister shit. country, they need a basement. Right. Uh, we don't really get twisters up here. But, yeah, you're, you're fucking completely right. Um I, I definitely wanted to preface that, you know, uh, you know, we had a ranch just like, you know, like, oh, you know, like, like every you house said. on the block, right? Like every house on the block, it was just uh, a two bedroom, two bath ranch. And, you know, there was five of us, mom, dad, and two brothers and me. So we had to turn our basement, just like your parents' basement yeah, yeah. into another floor. So, yeah, when I say we're in the basement, you know, people are probably picturing, like, a dark, dank fucking... Yeah, yeah, it's you know, fucking exposed brick. No, nah, this... There was exposed brick, bro. Oh, but it was finished. It looked good. Right, it was finished, and, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean... Well, do you want to get into that worst drug experience, or you got a good first well, sex let's, experience? Let's let's stick on the sex. Um, I'm trying to think of my, my first... Ex- okay, I lost my virginity at age... I think I was just about to turn 16. And the girl I lost my virginity to, I, yeah, so I was 15 and she was 17. I still, I can still remember. I was 15 as well. Yeah, I can still remember where we were. I can still flash back in my mind to, 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 to like, to, to like different scenes. Um, so that, so yeah, my first time, I don't know. I don't remember being nervous. I know that we wore a condom and I know that I, Completed. Oh, I was very adamant with the condom. Uh, really adamant that you not must, wear them or wear them. Must, must. I was not getting a girl pregnant in high school. Uh, yeah, but we all know that fucking when you're in the heat of the moment. At least me. No, not me. No, no. I was. Well, see, the thing is, and this is a this is a little secret I'll share with you now. I was not very good at sex in the beginning. <laughs> but what makes somebody good no, or bad? No, I at would sex? wear the condom. So, and this is—I mean—is now I know it's stupid, but um, I mean, I would be having sex and I would come like in the first minute, and I just keep going. I actually—I have good body control, so I could keep an erection after I came. So I would just keep going with the condom on. But you know, you could get leakage and still get a girl pregnant. But if I didn't wear a condom, then we were in for—I was a two-pump jump. So at least I could fool. That can Dude, last that longer. is fucking hilarious, and this is why I love this because you just jogged my memory to now to, to my best and worst. Yeah, because of what you just said. Um, Let's hear it. And because I just said that, I just lost it. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. So keeping it in the condom. Yes. Uh, okay. I I am I, I am not pro pregnancy, but I am not pro condom. Um, I really feel like, I mean, obviously you've had sex with a condom and without. There's no doubt it feels better for everybody without. Obviously. Right. So, but this isn't really a condom story. This is more of my, okay, my worst sexual experience wasn't bad because I wasn't attracted to the girl. You even know this girl. She was extremely hot. She was extremely sought after when we were in high school. Um, Got, so, yeah, dude, like when I was 18, 19, 20 years old, um, I think I was probably at my height of my looks. I was working out. I had plenty of bitches beating down my door. Pimping since been pimping. I, 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 I was pimping, bro. I was a complete player back then, like to the fucking. So anyways, uh, one of the most popular and prettiest girls that was still in high school, I think I was a freshman or even sophomore in college at this point, and she was pretty young, but not to where it was creepy. But anyways, um, she was wicked hot, bro. And I was going to be her second dude ever. And I had been wanting to get with this girl for fucking ever. So when the time came, we were in my room, and I was I was so excited that what do you think happened? We fucked without a condom. Premature ejaculation? Yes. Before you even got it in? No, 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 no. I literally stuck it in, and then I think on the second pump, I, I couldn't control it and just... I blew right in her. Done. So all this buildup that like I'm the fucking man. No, I didn't. I I didn't 
maybe I did have a condom. All I all I remember though is just that like this girl was looking at me like I was God's gift to fucking men, and, then, and uh, I have and I have all this experience, and, and it's been built up us having sex for so long, and then it finally comes time, and I'm just like uh, uh, done. You know, I felt so fucking embarrassed, dude. I was just you know because I felt like I was the man, and she thought I was the man, and it was just one, two. Uh, that's, done. Well, that's that's that 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 stupid young kid knowledge. They don't know if you're gonna be with someone that hot, and this is old man knowledge. You gotta pull one out before, at least thirty minutes before you jerk off, so then you don't have that two pump jump. If you don't know about this gentleman listening, trust me. Like you don't want to disappoint your partner. Pull one out thirty minutes before. Go into a bathroom. I don't give a shit. We have. Cell phones, mobile phones, watch some porn, pull it out. You'll, you don't now, are you getting this from moment. experience or are you pulling uh, this out of something, there's something about oh, Mary? Remember the something I'm about Mary. Mary part? No, well, yeah. The movie, I, oh, there's something right. about they Mary. They did do that in that movie He back tells in the Ben day. Stiller, you don't yes. want to go out with a loaded gun. Yes. Oh, you know what? That 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 is totally probably where I came. I, I've been doing that ever since I saw that movie. Another funny story. We're on the topic kind of a sex and blowjobs. I remember... Because I think it might have been right around the time there was something about Mary came out. Because what was that, 98? Yeah. I was a sophomore at UMass. Okay, so um, you've probably partied at UMass. Yeah. Dorms. I, I, was, I lived there. Dorms, round robins. I didn't go to school there, but I lived there for a full year. As did I. I well, I did go there for a semester, but all of my friends went there. So I partied at UMass hardcore. Uh, University of Massachusetts people, in case you don't know what UMass is short for. But this is a funny story. I had actually masturbated, or whatever you want to call it. Pre-game? Before going out that night. And I had did it with lotion. Okay. Uh, you know, I think hand, I know where the story's going. And moisturizer. I, I think I know so where it's going. So fast forward to four or five hours later, and I have a girl going down on me. And That's I realized that my entire dick must taste like a fucking bottle of you know, aloe vera. Aloe fucking, fucking vera. <laughs> And I still think I about it this exactly. I still think about it to this day. Like my dick must have tasted so bad because I don't. I don't know. But, but you know that was probably a you know UMass days. Ah, actually, speaking of blowjobs, there was this one time me and this girl, and she was great. Another real giver, uh, and she was like a cool chick too. Like we were just like fuck buddies, and we were at a frat party in the bathroom. And we're like hooking up, like I would literally like had her on the counter and I'm like banging her. Uh, and there's a line for the bathroom and everyone's like all fucking like pissed off that we're taking so much time in the bathroom. So there's a window. So she's like, she, this is her idea. She says, crawl out the window. We'll open the door and then we can finish in the bushes. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Finish so in the bushes. Literally, like, I, we climb out, like, let her out the window first. And then I open the door and I'm like, hey, sorry, I was taking, because she was embarrassed too. She, they, she didn't want everyone to know that I was fucking her in there. So I let her out through the window. So they thought it was just me in there, like, taking a shit or something. So then I open the door. And I go around outside, I meet her in the bushes, and at this point, I couldn't fucking get it up. Like, there was a lot of fucking letdown in between. And, like, without hesitation, she's just on her knees, like, blowing me underneath this window in the bushes. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, a fucking crew of, like, 10 or 15 frat boys are walking by, and they kind of peek through in the bushes just, like, the perfect angle to be like, dude's getting a blowjob back there! And, uh, yeah, I felt like the man in that moment. He was like, yes, gentlemen, I am. Where are all those sweethearts now? Well, you know, Where are we're all still those friends. Givers? I'm still friends with this girl on social media. But I'm just saying, having, I mean, I know you've been married but, for a while, but I'm not. But so I continually date. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Our generation, where are this the next generation of kids? Do they do no, still do no, this? No, I'm just saying, like, all those sweethearts back in our youth that were so giving in the bedroom. Yeah, just would go down on you. Without They're just even... great wives now. Well, I get, well, yeah, I'm not married to one for sure, but yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm still single. I've never been married. I've come close twice. I've had two fiancés that it just didn't go. And, well, and you got to cut it off if it's not going to be right. So it's better to fucking do it before you get. But married. I'm just saying that when I was younger, even yeah. talking ten years ago, and all the women I've dated and still date to this day, women used to be a lot more giving. 
I'm saying. And, and I'm just like, where are all those sweethearts now? Because dating has definitely become more difficult and women are I a lot more reserved. Yeah, me and my wife are going on 18 years together. I have a vasectomy. I don't need to think about condoms. <laughs> oh, <laughs> beautiful. Oh, yeah, it's great. And then I guess that's something for her to think about, too. If we ever break up, I have a vasectomy. I don't now, have to worry about getting anyone My brother up. had a vasectomy, too. Um, and th- and Cakewalk. This is what I'm thinking about right now. Maybe you can tell me this. When you have a vasectomy, do you still shoot? Oh, yeah. Go back to... You have to take health class again. So, there's so seminal I... fluid, and there are semen. Those are two different things. Right. When you ejaculate... One's clear, you, one's you, semi, uh, the, the seminal fluid is what the sperm travels inside of. So, the, your, your, your balls release the sperm into the seminal fluid, and then you ejaculate, and the seminal fluid is like carries it into the vagina. So, when you get a vasectomy, they're cutting off... The deploy shoot for the the semen, if you will. So what you see, your cum, that's not little people. That white liquid that comes out of your dick, that's not sperm. Wait, that- I thought the clear stuff was a seminal fluid, and then the white stuff was the sperm. Uh, I got it backwards? No, 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 no. So uh, when you have a vasectomy, you, yeah. you still have... You have white cum. Would you think you shot clear cum? No, I just thought you didn't shoot at all. Like you were actually severing the pipeline. No, 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 no. You still have an ejaculation. Cum comes out. It looks exactly the same. So what is the vasectomy doing then? Sperm is microscopic, bro. It's tiny. You can't see it with the naked eye. That okay, fluid so there's you like see is so there's ins- multiple pipes and you're just kind of Correct. cutting off one of them. Yeah, there's okay. two pipes. There's two pipes down there. Because I can't imagine having an orgasm and not having anything come out. No, that because would that be hasn't weird. happened. Men since I was would like never 12. have a vasectomy ever if that happened. Are you kidding me? That's like that's how you know you're done. <laughs> I'm actually writing a bit about. I shouldn't even talk about that. But how like it's so much easier for women because they come on the inside and guys don't. It's like yeah. so much more free. Well, they can fake it. A lot easier. That's a guy can't fake it. And see, this is weird. Exactly. Men fake it too. Don't be like. I'm sorry. Sometimes, again, with my wife, 18 years. Like, uh, but now with the vasectomy, I I can just be like, oh, nothing. You know, I'm done. Sorry. (laughs) Is that how it goes? Yeah. uh, You just be like, "Eh, I'm done. (laughs) Well, you know, not trying to bring the bedroom in that much. Something else I just thought about, and I want to see if you were this way, because I know that you were a ladies' man back in the day. And believe it or not, I was too. Um, We were kind of players. I mean, like, we dated a lot of women. We had sexual proudest, all this stuff. But It was like checkers. If you make a move, I jumped you. All right. Okay. So this is what I'm trying to get. I want to see if you were like this, because I don't, I, I can't even count the women on my hands and toes that have told me up front before our first date they would preface it with you know that nothing's going to happen right <laughs> i love when they say i that. love when they say that because Absolutely. I, sh- I swear I, to I'd god like, okay i swear to god on the bible or whatever you want to say 90 95 percent of the women that have precursored our first second whatever date saying we ain't having sex i'm like no yep whatever that's fine, that's no, fine. of course we end up having sex why well, I, I was the master at that I never fucking raped anybody. It was always consensual, but they didn't know that. Like, I was a really good kisser. Yes, yeah. I could get a woman hot as fuck. And then we like, would make out. I right. knew where to touch, and it's just it just became and to the being point where patient they were like, enough that you make right. them make the move. Exactly. That's what dude. I said. It's checkers. You like, all right, sure. That's that's on you, baby doll. So I can't say it was a challenge for me, but it, it would just like make this light go off in my head every time somebody would like every time a woman would say to me like, you know, like. I'm coming over, but like nothing's happening. I'm almost like, yeah, cool, whatever. But I Netflix knew in the back of my mind, I knew back in my mind that like you say that now, but let's see what happens, you know? Like did yeah. that, like did, like did that Live happen? Live in the moment. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. That's the best. Why do you think women say that? Because they don't want to be looked at like a slut. Because then you know what? Most of the time, when they said that. Because I they think had that already kind decided that they were going to have sex with you, but they just didn't want you to be in charge to of it. To think that they were easy. Yeah, to think that they're like easy that. and to give them the control of it. It's their bodies. I respect that. Of course. But as soon as you're ready to sit on it, here I am. Right. Yeah. Um, but if we're talking about best, I would actually, it would be horrible if I didn't, like, I don't want to talk about my sex life with my wife. 
But some of the best sex I've ever, and to this day, that's how you know you picked the right one when uh, after 18 years of doing it, you can do it and be like, wow, that was the best we've ever had. Yeah, and it's funny that you say that because um, sex is obviously better when you're really in love with the person. Don't you think? Not to get... get I mean, the most pleasurable mind-blowing sex I've ever had in my life was on drugs with like a complete stranger you know so there's that like literally not knowing anything about the person at all is probably yeah. some of the hottest most some people sex can't can do have. that like a lot of women can't do that they're like how could you ever have sex with someone you don't know in me I can it has to be that girl that if wants there was it too. if there was an attractive woman that walked in this room right now if I did never saw her before didn't know anything about her I could get naked and have sex with her it's it's no problem and maybe that's because of the way that I we're biologically like, that's men for sure that's men that's yeah. men but I can't say, I mean, I've had great sex with women I hooked up with, with one night stands, and I've had bad sex. But yet, you know, when I think about the women in my life that I was in a serious relationship with, that we had a great sex life, but we're in love too, it, it, it yeah. I don't know, it just made it better. I mean, not to make it all corny, but like two hearts beating as one, and like yeah. you're holding each other's hands while you're, you know what I'm saying? Well, no, there's definitely, yeah, petting her hair. Like, your hair is you know, so pretty, like an ocean. They're exhaling as you're inhaling like you're just like perfectly in sync and then as you become older you learn how to uh talk to each other like one of the things i love doing and and you know is timing our orgasms so we both go at the same time yeah that's when you gotta get vocal with each other oh really see for me you gotta keep talking i do it with my wife now i i I I know her so well that you just you can tell yeah yeah. So I time it for myself so I know when she's close. Then, because sex for me is as soon as I start, I could come. You know, like that's it's just yes. like, that's what guys are is learning how to control it. And exactly. Slow it down. Exactly. So, yeah, as soon, but again, sometimes you're holding it back so much, then she's like, I'm ready to go. And you're like, oh, fuck, now I need another 10 minutes. <laughs> right. Yeah, you got to reset. But that's just the thing is that, uh, you know, I've been with women, and I'm sure you have too, that it was extremely hard to make them orgasm. Like the sex had to last an hour, and there had to be multiple other things involved. And then other women, like my ex fiance, I mean, I'm talking two, three two minutes. Two seconds and you're done. Two, three minutes, and she was already coming. So I, yeah. so it didn't have to go long if we didn't need it to. Right. Like the whole point of sex is for both of you to Finish. orgasm, is yeah. it not? Yeah. So if you and your girl or your partner, you know, because we want to be all inclusive here, if you guys can finish in the matter of two minutes then great. Why do you need to fuck for a half an hour? I would only fuck for a half an hour if that's how long it took the lady right. to orgasm. Right. But I could hold out that long until I knew she was ready. Because I, I don't know. I just like that, bro. I, I just, I'm a giver. Absolutely. Know? And that's great when you have two people that are givers together. That's the best sex. When you got two selfish people together, then yeah, no one's happy. How did, have you ever been caught? Whether it was masturbating or in the any kind of a sexual well, act. Again. Like how did everyone, your parents find out that you were sexually active? Every teenage boy has been caught, whether they know it or not, they left evidence and their fucking mother found it. Oh, of course. <laughs> but personally, like how many ha, how many gotcha. crusted up socks or shirts do you yeah, think exactly. our mothers they, found they, in their fucking laundry? Fucking they aren't stupid, bro. Okay. But um <laughs> caught like Red-handed, I have two top stories, and they both involve police officers. One of them... Put him in the back seat, code X. One was with my wife, Uh, so that's the most recent, and uh, this was before children. Uh, We were probably, it was like in the early 2000s, and it was uh, visiting my parents for like Christmas, and you know it was like mid-afternoon we wanted to do it but like the family's around so i was like yeah let's just get in the car we drove up to the golf course right up the street fucking and, a dude oh, I went it's the, the best same. spot it's the best because girls this, loved it There's me and this woodsy. yeah me and this kid were neighbors bro growing up so all the same spots 
that you probably had to drive to. There were smoke spots, but there were also sex spots. Absolutely. And I went to that golf course you're talking about. I've done it there, too, in that parking lot. But apparently someone saw, like, hey, the golf course is closed. It's wintertime. Why are they driving up there? Probably to do some drugs. So someone called the cops. And, like, luckily we had just finished. Like, we got to finish. And, um... But my wife is like butt naked. I'm butt naked. And I see the police car coming up behind us. And I'm like, oh shit, it's the cops. And of course, my wife is sweet as pie and just like so, like, oh, like immediately just kind of freaked out. And I get dressed right away. Cop comes up to the, my, the window. I have like the jacket over uh, my wife. And is everything okay in here? And I was like, oh yeah, sorry. Uh, you know, we're just. You know, just finishing up. Really apologize. And he's like, I'm not talking to you. Is everything okay in here? And, like, asked my wife specifically. And I was like, you dickhead. But I get it. I, I get it. But, you like, know, I came real close to being a police officer. I, oh, have yeah. a, I have a lot of respect for law enforcement. Yeah. Bro. I'm not one of these people that are going to bash law enforcement officers. But at the same time, I hold them accountable. There is a lot of yeah. double standards with them. But I would have done what the same thing. are you looking thing. for a peak here, guy? I like, would have done the same thing. Yeah, but if, no... It was I cool. would want to make sure that the woman wasn't being raped and that she was cool. Yeah, and that's what he said. He said, I'm just making sure everything's consensual. I'm coming back in 15 minutes. You guys better be gone. I said, yes, sir. I promise we will. Now, the second time being caught also involved a police officer, but the police officer was my girlfriend's father. <laughs> yeah. And he used to drive us to school and now I'm starting to think maybe I shouldn't tell the story, but hey, we're in now. And you know what? It's a great family. I love them. Uh, so, yeah, he literally, I'm in his daughter, like penis in vagina. Uh, the blankets are over us, uh, covering our waist. We each had tops on because, you know, school. Exactly. And um, Socks on too, bro. Yeah, socks on. Every, <laughs> pants around our ankles, you know, like exactly. we were naked. And he popped his head in the door like he always does, uh, but he was a little early that morning. And uh, you guys ready? We're like, uh-huh, yep, we're good. Like eye contact with officer while penis in vagina. And I'm telling you, like I just feeling your penis shrink out of a vagina <laughs> is a really interesting feeling. And you like you won't like you're like, wow, that that feels kind of good. But you're st- he had his gun on him. Like, he was strapped on his side as I'm making eye contact while inside his daughter. Like, that's... That was that's a, a fun, precarious that's, position. Yeah, yeah. Dude, when you, like, when you were just talking about... Yeah, I mean, bro, seriously. Like, the lengths that we that's had to worst. go to in high school because your parents are always around. You, you, it's not like you're living on your own. And kids are going to do it, and they want to save... I think he knew he was just that fucking cool. Right, but the point I'm getting at is that sometimes, you know, you couldn't, like, take it slow and, like, remove all the clothes and be real sexy. You had to be quick, and you had to be sly. And my point about this is, is now that we keep talking about this kind of stuff, um, I remember this one particular girl that I had sex with, uh, we had to do it super quick and super indiscreetly. So, like, literally nothing came out. Like, my dick came out through my zipper. Zipper. (laughs) And she didn't... That's an uncomfortable one. Yes. Well, she didn't know this at the point, but she was... She had just started her period. Oh. So... Great. Needless to... Well, not needless to say, but uh, when we were finished and I went in the bath... Yes, dude. I had a blood stain around my entire zipper area. And I didn't want to put that in my mom's laundry. Yeah, no, she's gonna you see can't. blood around my like Dick? my penis <laughs> what hole. What the fuck? Like, like God. no fucking way. That's either. So a... I right. So I remember being in the bathroom the next day with my jeans in the sink, just scrubbing the fuck out of with it with like hand soap. Exactly, bro. <laughs> I did not want to see that shit. I I got another good one for you, and I will rack this up as probably my worst experience uh, with sex. Not because of what happened to me, but what happened to us and her. This occurred to me when I was living in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, took this girl home. We were dating, actually. So, uh, you know, it wasn't like our first time. But, uh, yeah, we were using condoms, uh, you know. And we were really messed up. I think we had been drinking, and we might have even mixed in some Xanax. Oh, great. 
So it's not a sex truck. <laughs> no. So needless to say, what had happened was it was it was sloppy sex. We were both fucked up. It was late at night, and during the course of sex, the condom ended up coming off. And it didn't fall out of her. It got pushed deeper up inside of her. Interesting. And we finished, and we were drunk, and we went to bed, and she didn't discover that it was still up inside of her until a couple days later. Oh, that's fucking gross. (laughs) Yeah, bro. All right, but I got to tell you, it really reminds me of uh, another story I have. Uh, that same girl when we were driving across country, I told you from Ohio to LA, yeah. when we got to Las Vegas, we were driving over the Hoover Dam. And it's like 6 p.m., like the sun is just going down. That would have been the perfect segue into asking her to blow you. No, this was, this was, this was the Las Vegas blow Hey, baby, job. it's the Hoover Dam. Can you Hoover me? Well, yeah. <laughs> well no, so it started off as the, the, our, our Nevada blow job. But the sun was setting, and we're on top of the dam, and it was just beautiful. So wait a minute, you got a blowjob on the Hoover Dam. And, well, not only that, we pulled over to the side, and then I sat her up on the hood of the car, and, again, because cars are, like, literally driving right by us. <laughs> yeah. I had my shorts up, and my dick was just out through the zipper, and she was sitting, like, looked like we were just, like, her legs were wrapped around me, and we were just, like, admiring the sunset, like, really slow strokes, like, just, like, kind of, like, just, just sitting there, because she had, looked like she had all her clothes on, it looked like I had all my clothes on, and uh, we were just, like, fucking on top of the Hoover Dam, and it was awesome, because it was just, like, so slow, and, like, trying not to, like, look like we were fucking on top of the Hoover Dam, and... Her sister lived in Las Vegas, so we get to her sister's house and <laughs> get inside, and that's when I looked down, and she had come, like, all over, and I was wearing green cargo shorts, and there's just a white ring right around my zipper, like, just, her cum is just covered, like, right on my crotch, damn, and I was just so mean, her sister, like, I just, like, I pulled my shirt down as low as I could and tried to cover it up as much as I could, but that was fucking really embarrassing. You know, it was the best and the worst at the same time. Speaking of that, uh, kind of unrelated though, but have you ever noticed that when you do get spooge on a shirt that it looks exactly like if you had dropped some toothpaste on it? Depends on how soon after. Honestly, God, this happened like a week or two ago, bro. I had on a hoodie, a black hoodie, and I had just brushed my teeth, and I didn't notice, but I got like, uh, like you know, I dripped out of my mouth, and it, and I had a stain on my shirt, and I was fucking, So you looked up. Somebody Monica, called me out. You Monica Lewinsky yourself? Yeah, dude. Somebody called me out like, dude, bro, you, you fucking came on your hoodie. I'm like, oh, bro, no, dude. It's just fucking toothpaste. I swear. Yeah, but it was, yeah, I got roasted for that, so I need to pay more attention. But all these, all these great freaking stories just reminded me of the... Uh, because I was talking to you about close calls. Have you ever been caught? And you've been kind of caught. The closest I ever came in this, this was crazy. This was the closest. No pun intended. Close as you came. No. Well, dude, this, honest to God. So um, we weren't having sex. But again, I was getting a blowjob. This was back in high school. And we got back to our houses from high school at maybe, uh, I don't know, 2.30, 2.40-ish p.m., and then, high school days. yes, her mother was also a teacher, but she taught uh, like elementary school. So she would get home at about 3.15. So we knew that little window. we had a small window. So uh, her bedroom, she had her own bedroom. It did not have a lock on it. Um, she had a futon as a bed, and the futon was up into a futon on a couch. We were sitting next to each other. My pants were down. She was fully blowing me. We hear her mother pull up. The door shut to the car and then we hear the front door of the house open and she stops and I'm like I'm so close I was literally right there so she kept going and as God as my fucking witness I was literally like a second away as I heard her walking down the hallway and then as she opened the door I sat up put my shirt you know, I sat up like, you know, so like, you're just sitting normal like this. I was sitting normally like, kind of hunched over so she couldn't see my nether region. And I had my shirt over. But literally, as she's standing in the doorway, you're coming checking up on us. I was coming <laughs> underneath my shirt. I was like, uh, how you doing, miss? <laughs> that that was fucking nuts because I'm making eye contact with her mother as I'm coming under my fucking shirt. And this mother has got no idea yeah. what is fucking occurring at this point. That was fucking close, bro. That was fucking close. What do you think? Like, that's all, I don't want to know, but what if, like, they actually did catch, catch? Like, I'm trying to wonder, like, would I have gotten shot? Would you have thrown out of the house? I don't think it would have been as bad in this case because it was the mom. Yeah. And even though her dad was super fucking cool, never gave me shit. I remember there was one time that we had, like, a little bit of a fight, 
in their house, not like a like a fist fight. I mean, yeah, I was never arguing. Yeah. We were just arguing, and I remember her dad getting pretty snippy with me, even though it, it wasn't necessarily my fault. We were just oh, raising our voices dude, to each other. If someone fucking raised their voice, if someone, my daughter, exactly, I'm gonna fucking be a little more snippy. So, uh, yeah, if Rick had caught us doing anything like that, I, I probably would have been fucking pummeled, bro. Yeah. But because it was the mom, uh, I don't know. But yeah, we had a lot of close calls, and that's and that's and that's the big difference when you're in high school, bro. Because like I was saying. You got parents around. You don't have yeah. your own apartment, so you have to literally. You know what we used to do? Me and a bunch of girlfriends had a code word for oh, yeah. leaving the house to specifically go fuck. We'd say we're going to get ice cream. Oh, nice. Oh, we're gonna go get some ice cream. Yes. that sounds so sweet. Exactly. So I would look at her and be like, "Yo, you wanna get some ice cream?" And she knew exactly what that. Okay. Meant. And she's like, "Yeah, let's go." And so that would give us an excuse to go drive down the street. We'd go to the golf course, yeah. or we'd go into one of the side roads off of. Um, uh, Park Hill. Park Hill. Yeah. There was there was a great like, like dead end kind of little. Yes. Yeah. There was like a, literally a garage with no house. Yep. That was awesome. Yeah, I, we actually, my wife and I got caught by another police officer at that spot. That's twice. My wife and I have actually been caught by. They just reminded me. You know how many cops though must come across people fucking in cars? Though? Oh yeah, it's got to be pretty normal. That's got to be so fucking interesting. Um, hey, that condom slip off story reminded me of a girl. And again, in high school, I was probably like a senior. Oh, I never finished that, bro. She had to, she she had to go oh, to the yeah. hospital. Did she get toxic shock? Yeah, she had toxic shock. She had all the symptoms of it, and she had no idea what was no going on. And the on. doctor literally had pulled the condom out of her. <laughs> we we were so fucked up, bro, that we had forgot we had one on. We didn't notice it slipped off, and we didn't know that it got pushed way up inside of her. We just did it, finished, and then she went about her day. That and it was a, it was a couple days later uh, that she got toxic shock syndrome or symptoms, and she went to the ER, and the doctor literally pulled out the fucking condom, and that was whoa, bro. Oops. Yeah. Whoops. But what was your story? Well, mine wasn't uh, as traumatic as all that, but I was definitely thought I got a girl pregnant in high school, and I was waiting <laughs> for months afterwards because like, I don't even think she knew what happened. So let me tell you. We're doing it doggy style, and um, we're having sex, and it's with a condom on. And I'm like, and like all of a sudden, I'm like, damn, this feels good. Like, but I check, and I feel the rubber ring around the base of my penis. So I'm like, yeah, no, the condom's on. All right, just keep going, keep going. Damn, this feels good. All right, I guess I'm going to come. And then I come and I pull out and I go to take the condom off and there's no condom. There's just a rubber the ring, ring around the base. And I pull it off and I'm like, oh shit. And she's like, what? And like she's still bent over and I reach over and grab her pussy and I feel the condom and I pull it out. And I, I don't know what she felt then. That must have been like she, whoa. Uh, but like, yeah, I've asked women that, like, can you feel when a guy blows on you? And, most but, of and this was like, just yeah. the limp condom in her pussy. And I had just exclaimed, oh shit. And then pulled the condom out of her vagina but, again, we were kind of fucked up and, uh, you know, didn't say anything. And I didn't tell her what happened, you know. So I, I just, like, I didn't sure if I came in her or if I came in the condom. And it brought, like, but I'm pretty sure I came in her and the condom was just, like, stuck in there or something weird. Or, like, but she was visiting for the weekend. This was an old friend. And she lived in New York. And so she just came for the weekend. My parents were fucking hippies. And I was a senior in high school. And they said she could stay with us. And then she went back to New York. And I never told her what happened. But I, for fucking three, four months, I was just going to wait for a phone call being like, oh, I'm pregnant. Like, it's yours. Like, oh, that was the worst. Like, that was the, the wor that was the closest I was to thinking that I impregnated a girl. <laughs> it's funny you say that, dude. Because not on purpose. Because I have two children, both on purpose. I've, I've... As I get older, I almost think that I might be impotent, bro, because there have been so many times that I've been in committed relationships as an adult. We didn't use any form of birth control, and we just said, if we get pregnant... Were you pulling out? No. no. Uh, then you might be impotent. And I've... If I'm going to be impotent, I'm going to dress impotent. I've... I've, yeah, I've blown many loads inside of committed you know, relationship women. Uh, we weren't using birth control. We were just prepared for it. I thought so, I was impotent. I, but that's I, 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 we, I pulled out for 12 years. Like, that was me and my wife, like, when we were together, we never used condoms. But you're obviously smart out. enough to understand that even though you pull out, there's still... Well, apparently, no, I have enough control. Uh, that yeah, but you, there's, there's pre-leakage and shit. For 12 years, never got pregnant. The first time we tried to get pregnant, we were pregnant in a month and a half. Uh, the second time we went to get pregnant, we got pregnant the very first try. Yeah. I know a couple right now that have been trying for three years. Yeah. You know how much their, their insurance is, right? Uh, like, they are taking whatever that super, like, in, uh, I don't know what it's called, but they're spending 30000 a week. Yeah. The, and they sure. are on year three trying to get pregnant. It's ridiculous. So it's, some guys can get a woman pregnant by looking at them wrong. And then you got these people who have been fucking for three years. I think a lot of it has to do psychological and stress. And like the more you're stressed out about it, trying to get pregnant, the harder it gets. But we haven't talked about drugs at all. I know. Well, 
Yeah, well, this is one of the... Well, no, because I was thinking about sex and using these drugs to get pregnant. I have like, a segue you know, into this because we keep talking about condom use and how I didn't like using them, but you did. But, like, that's the whole I thing. I didn't like using them. I was like, I'm not having a kid out of wedlock. Fuck that. I'm too young. I See, I was, just, I was just too stupid. It just felt too, too, too good for me. And I was naive, like, yo, I'm going to pull out, like, you know, no. the fucking chances. But but here's the thing. Fuck drugs, drugs have definitely made sex better. But at the same time, do you think I would have let that condom slip off and get stuck in that woman if we were both sober? Absolutely no. not. Now, have you ever been wearing a condom and been having sex completely sober with a lady? You can tell when that shit breaks or comes off because all of a sudden it feels 50 times better. But when you're fucked up, right. you, you can't tell. Right. Anytime I've been dead sober and had one on and then taken an off or it breaks. Well, that was that story I just feel. told. Like, exactly. I was really confused because I was like, this feels way too good. All of a sudden. Condom. All like, of a sudden. Yeah, but yeah. then I felt that rubber ring. I'm like, no, the condom's still on there. At least I was hoping. You know, in my, you know, you're just doing it like, this is great. This feels so good. And there's no condom on. And then blood. <laughs> exactly. Worst experience with drugs. Which drug? A worst experience. Um... I'm trying to think in what context it would be the worst. Well, I mean, you have jail, you have never been overdose, and you have never overdose, never bad overall experience. Um, all right, I've had some bad experiences on weed. Even though I've been smoking weed my entire life, there has been times. Yes, there has been times, bro, uh, that I've smoked some real powerful shit, and then somehow got myself into like a panic or an anxiety attack. And if you've ever had a panic or anxiety Again, attack, you don't blame the weed; you blame yourself on that one. Yeah, but I'm just saying, bad experience on drugs. Yeah. There was there was one time I literally thought I was dying because I was so fucking lit. What was your thought process there? What were you dying of? I didn't know, dude. I got. <laughs> I was I was having hot sweats, cold sweats, uh, hot sweats. Fucking uh, heart know, palpitations. Heart palpitations, bro. Um, I could see my vision start to go. Like I was starting to lose consciousness. I didn't know whether I was gonna shit my pants or puke. Like my stomach was fucked up. And all it was, and I didn't know it at the time because I was young, was just I was the, the weed was so I was so high. You just needed to breathe and drink some water. Yeah, I was having a panic or anxiety attack before I knew what a panic anxiety attack was. I'd say one of the best and worst experiences I ever had was the first and only time I did acid. Oh, yeah? Me and, me I've and, had my best and worst. Wasn't the same trip, too? Me and two buddies one day uh, took acid, and it was, they were, they were tabs. They were like pieces of paper right. that you'd put on your tongue. And between the three of us, one of us did trip, and he had a great trip. The other two of us had a vastly different experience. The first hour, we were uncontrollably laughing. Okay, I mean, tripping. harder than I've ever fucking laughed before. But then after that, but there was no, like, there was no visuals involved. It was just manic, happy, after weird, that, eyes watering, laughter. Yeah. Yes, and after the laughter wore off about an hour, I felt like I had the worst hangover of my life, and it did not go away for, like, five straight days. I felt like death, bro. You know what it was? It was probably the extreme release of serotonin. Like, you, you're, you're, you released every drop of, like, dopamine and serotonin in your body. Right. And then once that was gone, those reserves were gone, and yeah, that's depression. And now that I'm thinking about this, I think all the worst experiences I've had with drugs um, weren't weren't bad because I've never been arrested. Mm -hmm. I've never been in trouble because of drugs. Mm -hmm. But I think the after effects of the drugs, like back when I was really into doing like ecstasy and shit like that. Yeah, the after effects of ecstasy are the worst. I mean, the hangover with the amount of E that we were doing in. Yeah, no, that's the serotonin. I don't know if you've taken sucks. like you know straight Molly, MDA yeah, or yeah, yeah. MDA, like Molly. Well, there's MDA, and then there's MDMA. And, well, yeah, MDMA. I think the pills we were getting uh, back in the mid-2000s, they were called Gs. They had a picture of a G on one side and a picture of, like, a lady on the other. And we used to take three of them fuckers. Yeah. And I ain't shitting you, bro. Uh, I think it was MDA, because not only would you have the best roll, mm -hmm. but you would trip your balls off. But unlike acid... There was no anxiety. You had the E-roll, but at the same time, yeah. the carpet was growing, the walls are breathing. But the worst part about it, though, bro, is the next three days, you were fucking useless. Yeah. I mean, sick useless. Yeah. So I think that was, you know, drugs suck. I loved cocaine, but I will never do it again. And you know why? Because I hate when it's over. Yeah. I can't stand the withdrawals. I can't stand uh, your nose being all stuffed up and you can't breathe. And it's like four in the morning. You just want to sleep. I did coke can't. for like 10 years, though. And I learned how to like, oh, get a neti pot and you need to drink more water. And then just make sure you have some marijuana edibles and eat a shit ton first thing in the morning. You wake up and everything's fine. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I eventually learned how to lessen the effects. Right. But they're, they suck. I figured out that if you take a certain prescription drug, 
at the end of the coke night, it'll just erase that. Yeah, that but coke. what you're doing to your liver and all that. I know, shit. I know. So, I mean, that's why drugs really suck. So hear awesome, it, but they suck. Hear it from two 41 year olds, people. Okay, drugs are fun and everything, but in the end, it's really not worth it. Um, I'm happy I've had the experiences I have, and I'm happy that I never hurt myself or hurt anyone else. But if you collectively scrape together all my drinking and you know fucking around with uh, you know coke and prescriptions and everything else everyone's fucking tried out i'm just happy that i've come out the other end unscathed and i didn't hurt myself my family i didn't get in trouble i'm not dead and i've learned a lot from it i i, agree I drink 100%. socially i drink socially i still puff a little bud which is both of which are completely legal in the state 110 percent exactly but i will never touch coke again i will never touch ecstasy again i've never done crack i've never done heroin i've never done painkillers so i'm really happy that I i'll never do any of those things again right so yes i've tried some drugs some of which were hardcore some of which weren't i've had some good experiences some bad experiences but in the end bro and none of them were fucking worth it None of them, especially drinking, bro. I mean, and that's one of the crazier things is when... Drinking is the worst. Exactly. Like, I was talking with somebody last night about Massachusetts when the vape ban happened back over the summer. And they had cigarettes on the fucking shelf right next to where the vapes used to right. be. It's fucking... If you're going to ban all the vape in this state, but yet you're going to do nothing about alcohol, cigarettes, or guns. Yeah, ridiculous. And maybe I'm wrong here, but going back to our youth, bro, the times that I nearly died the most... Had nothing. Alcohol. 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 All alcohol related. So why and are alcohol we... leads to the other drugs. Exactly. You drink too much. You're like, like now I need some coke. Dude, I'm telling you right here, and this isn't coming from a left or a right or any kind of perspective uh, other, than, life experience. other than life experience. If there is a, the number one gateway drug in this country and maybe around the world is alcohol. Hell yeah. Yet there is nobody standing up and saying, we got to ban alcohol or we got to make the it tougher. Wine, beer, liquor, like, it's just like... Well, it's socially acceptable and it has... Billion dollars. I don't like, care, bro. Yeah, if yeah. you want... People talk about, like, weed being a gateway drug and I'm like, no, it is not. It is not addictive. It's not a it's, fucking I love it. Drug. It's the gateway drug off of drugs. Like, all these hardcore drug users are like, dude, I used to do heroin. I used to do Oxycontins all the time. Now I just smoke weed and I'm cool. Like... Great, awesome, like, you know, like, there's no... But that's something that we've known before even yeah. we became legal around here. Yeah. Weed is that's a why spice, we walked bro. three miles into the woods to smoke a joint. Right, weed is a spice. Weed is so much less harmful in, in everything than alcohol. Yeah. And I can tell you this not based on my opinion, but based on real-life experiences. Right, it's not an opinion. It is How many times did you drive drunk? When we were younger, to the point where the next morning you, you don't remember. even fucking remember. Hey, how'd you get home? They're like, dude, you gave me a ride. I'm like, shit. Yeah, man, dude, that's not cool. And I think about that. Yeah, I could have killed. I almost killed someone uh, tripping on acid, but uh, yeah, yeah, that, I, was, that was a horrible. I've day. never had any bad experiences driving on weed, bro. But I, I don't know how. I thank my lucky stars. I thank God that I did not kill myself or someone else in all the times I've drunk driven. Oh yeah. And we were getting our hands on alcohol at an extremely young age. Well, it was easier to get alcohol than any other drug. Not for, not for me. Yet nobody wants to say, hey, alcohol. It was easier for acid. And I can, from 15 to 17, it was easier Like your parents didn't have a liquor cabin? No. Oh, what do you mind it? See, that was the thing. Most, like, I went to the kids' houses. I did have liquor, and those were the times we drank. But it was more few and far between. But what I could do was go right down to Pulaski Park, get a dime bag and a couple hits of acid all by myself. So I tripped, like, every weekend from 15 to 17. Like, they say if you have more than, like, 20 hits, you're illegally insane. It's like, I'm fucking out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're fucking definitely out there. But, yeah, that's the craziest part, dude, is that how everybody wants to come down on, on like, vape when you got cigarettes right next to the shelf and you got alcohol. And those are the gateway drugs. I mean, I talked about this once before on the podcast. Can you imagine? Can you fucking imagine if, like, tomorrow Trump or whatever, the government just said, hey, Alcohol is now illegal across the country. People would lose their fucking minds. But it just goes back to the 1920s. And like, uh, you, just because you say it's illegal, it's not going to stop it. It's not it just makes anybody. it more dangerous. And then you have bathtub gin. You got people dying from like all this fucked up things. And then they realize that. And they're like, okay, that's why it's still legal. And that's why they need to make every drug legal. As far as I'm concerned, cocaine, um, like marijuana, like heroin, like all that, like, Fine. People are going to do it anyway. They're going to do so it if anyways they, if they make it safe. This is. I would yes. love. I would do cocaine if it was pharmaceutically made and that, you got a little nasal spray and there's like a little. Oh, okay. That I'll is a great it. point because do you know where the majority of overdose deaths from both heroin and uh, coke are because of the shit? It's the cut additives with. and they're cut with. Exactly. Yeah. 
if they made it legal and it was 100% pure cocaine. It's a plant. Yeah, just like marijuana. If you exactly. Know. If they it's, could do it that coffee, way. It's coffee, bro. Right. If they could do it that way, I think literally crime and the deaths from it would just plummet. Right. And, you know, when people get addicted to it and have problems because of their own self-control, you don't blame the drug. That's the person. That's where you need to have, like, you know... Right. systems in place that teach people how to fucking use drugs properly, use alcohol properly. Because uh, I think we can both sit here as not being left or right or liberal or anything like that and say, are guns the problem in this country when it comes to gun violence? No. Or, or is it people? It's people. Thank you. Yeah. All of a sudden, making something illegal or something go away ain't going to stop people. And the prime example was in the summer when the governor banned all vape products. Did it stop anybody? No, from it made more people die. No, no, because no. Well, there's people what it doing did, the illegal market. Shit. What it did what is nobody stopped just right. because you made it illegal. Everybody started going over to Connecticut, Vermont, New Hampshire. Oh, well, that and too. Then, and but if they were if they were cut there. off too, then it's the black market, and the black market is where people were getting sick from the very first place, and they caused the ban. Right. But it's the the, the legal product but, wasn't the problem. But all my point was is that even though the governor made it illegal or against the law, whatever you want to call it, to vape here in this state for four straight months, it didn't stop fucking anybody from doing it. No. And it was all based on misinformation because everybody knows, especially now, like what I knew even before he banned it, was that the people who died and got sick was from illegal, illicit THC pods that had a really strong vitamin E in it. Yeah. That's what fucked with me. Well, that's, what, that's the thing. So you got some stupid stoner being like, dude, I got some vitamin E oil, and that's like got to be good for you, so put it into the vape pod, and now the vitamin E oil, you get to inhale it. And then they didn't realize that's what causes popcorn lung, and it kills you. That just made me think of something really stupid. Yo, one time, I remember, I don't know if like you had people like this that you knew, but I, I used to burn a lot of incense back in the day. Like, back in the 90s, incense was yeah, like the thing. Yeah, super popular. It, I mean, it was popular in fucking for a long time before that, but yes, it was a reemergence in the 90s. I don't know what made me do this, but one time... You smoked you, incense? I literally took a hit of the fucking incense. And, and you I coughed. Was thinking and I was going to get fucking lit from it or something. Dude, um... ZK, initials I'll give you, next door neighbor. Yep. Uh, rhododendron leaves. Those, the green plant, it's a rhododendron, and then when the leaves fall off, they curl up, and it looks like a joint. So, and then they dry out, and you're like, dude, you can smoke those and get high off. You know he was a pathological liar, right? Well, good, obviously. Me and a friend of, you know this kid, Brian. That's the only name I'll say. We talked about him before we started recording. Uh, we actually used to keep a book in high school. Of his lies? Of his lies. That's awesome. And I can still tell you some of this day. Uh, the Blue Angels. <laughs> you knew the Blue Angels? Performed an air show over his house for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, his brother, Mike, yeah, yeah. was sucked through their pool filter. <laughs> through the pool filter? Dude, you know, I, 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 was is, playing, I was playing online video games with Mike a few years ago. Yeah, Mike actually turned out to be... Oh, a, he, he's in a suit and tie every day. I see him. Our kids go to the same preschool together. Yeah, it's, it's fucking wild growing up, dude. And that's another thing I wanted to talk about eventually is just... When I was younger, I had so many misconceptions in my head about hitting 30 and hitting 40. And now that I've hit 30 and 40, every one of my conceptions about getting older were just so wrong. Like when I was 20 and I looked at a 40-year-old, I thought there would be like wrinkly, smelly balls and cobwebs in the vagina just completely fucking torn I up. I didn't think that at 20. I thought I that did, I looked teens. at somebody who were 30 and 40 as being ancient, but now that I'm 30 or 40, bro, and I look at myself in the mirror, well, that's when you I'm know, not, like, oh, no one knows what the fuck they're doing. Exactly. Dude, my body is not much different from when I was in high school. My dick still looks the same. Well, you know, I, you know what I'm saying? You like, and I are an exception to that rule. Um, most people we went to high school don't have the same bodies they have. They've kind of got married and let themselves go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But hey, we're we're getting off topic and uh, we gotta wrap it up here. So uh, I love how Mark P is telling me to wrap it up. Um, I'm just it's making my a gentle. Pod- I'm making a gentle suggestion. It's my podcast, it motherfucker. Is, it is. It I is. tell you when we wrap up. <laughs> All right. So yeah, uh, this conversation went so well that we really didn't even touch on the whole drugs part. So we we're going to have to have a part two. two. We're going to have to do a part two. Mark is literally one of the busiest, hardest working fucking people I know. So it's literally taken, what, six, seven weeks to get you Listen, back in Listen, anyone that's a stay-at-home parent, mad respect, because that's what I do all day, every day. I'm not trying to... I love spending the time with you. I want to be here. And uh, Do you think being a stay-at-home mom or dad is the toughest job on the planet? Uh, fuck yeah. Hands down. I fucking do construction now that I'm not working. Like, uh, I'm finally getting my freedom back. And I've literally carried two tons of wood in one day. And I was still fucking easier than being a parent. 
Literally, board by board, I fucking broke down an entire deck. All right, so you're going to, okay, so. Carried it to a dumpster. Let's say we're. my ass off. And that was fucking, that was a great day. That was so much fun. It was Let's great. say we're watching the Oprah Winfrey show right now, and she's about to have a stay-at-home mom come out, and she introduces her as, next up is this lady, and she has the toughest job in the world. She's a mother. I'll be like, fucking, Yes. Really, I, I I applaud the shit out. I vehemently disagree. Yeah, you've never done it, motherfucker. Hey, I've got fucking nephews and nieces. Bro. You've never done a... it. You don't know what it's like to have what every the... second of your life. What is the toughest part of your day? Bending over to put DVDs in the DVD player? Yeah, see, that's the misconception right there, you fucking douchebag. <laughs> I'm full of misconceptions, bro. You know? Yeah, no, 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 no. It's the absolute. 100% responsibility for caring of other people completely selflessly. No, but my wants, needs, and desires are completely to the back door. You did hear what I said, though. I'm not trying to say that being a good parent is the most important job. I agree I with that. The hardest. But the most difficult? The most difficult. Mentally straining. 24 hours a day, seven days a week without a break. That's why it's difficult. You get to go home at the end of any job. Like, I never have a day off. When you have a sick mother, they're still taking care of their sick kids. And no one takes care of that sick mother. I'm the sick mother. I'm the 50s housewife. I will make dinner, and then I will fucking sit in the bedroom butt naked ready to fuck. I, 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 I am the tip. Like, what every man wants... Is reverse roles. That's what I give to my wife. But see, maybe that's why I'm... Um, because I don't have kids, and I've never been married. However, I've worked a lot of shitty jobs. I have a shitty job so right now. So have I. Okay? So if I could choose between hanging out with your two lovely kids and literally being able to act like a Forever. kid... Forever. ...with them, or being stuck in an office all day, I want to be with the fucking kids, bro. I want to be with my kids. I agree. In the fact that's why I did it and I chose it. That's what. But I'm saying it's harder. I've been a dishwasher in an Indian restaurant, dude. Eight hours of scrubbing, fucking nasty. Well, no, it was actually delicious food. I'm like, but you know, the when it's other people's food and piled up all together, it gets pretty fucking gross. Of course. And um, I'm telling you, I can do an eight-hour stretch washing dishes is easier than an eight-hour stretch with the kids I love more than anything on this planet because they demand so much of you. You have to give and give and give and give. When you're washing dishes, it's just like, oh, I'm going to wash this dish right now. But when you have kids, they're like, no, wash that one. Now wash that one. Now do this one. And then put on the Teletubbies. And now I'm hungry. I want a snack. I need to go to sleep now. It's like, fuck! I just want to do one thing. I think I mentioned to you this last night or the other night when I was over your house. Um, your eight-year-old. Yeah, she's awesome. Your eight okay, this kid's eight year old daughter decided on her own that she needed to take a shower. Well, I told her it was bedtime and start to wrap it up and she knows the bedtime routine. So she's like, Yeah, I gotta take a shower. I'm like, Yeah, you do. And that's the thing, like most kids like seem to not want to bathe, dude. I love taking fucking baths when I was a kid because I'd have all my fucking boats yeah. and GI Joes. Well in my there. youngest, she hates it, it and then you get her in, then she you can't get her out. Right. You're like, fucking hey. But hey, no, and yeah, also, we do got to wrap it up. I got to pick up the Mark, it's been a pleasure to all the listeners. I hope you had a, a fun time listening in to us tell embarrassing stories about uh, everything uh, sex. Um, yeah, if. Uh, haven't gotten to the drugs yet or we the rock and even, roll. Yeah. But we got more of those to come. I tell you, if, uh, you know, my parents or, or anybody were to listen to this, uh, fuck it, you know. So when we're saying we're being totally fucking real here, bro, I mean. Yeah, I mean stories from the. Just listen to what we're talking about and telling the world right now. This, you know, so I hope you guys appreciate this, and I hope you found it as enjoyable as I did. I'm Mark. Yeah, I'm Mark. Thanks for having me. I'm John, and this is Mark. MP in the house. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be. We'll. 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 We'll catch you on the flip side. We'll catch you on the flip side. Peace, everybody. Love you. Turned out to be the worst baby shower ever. I'm Johnny Eras. Thank you, everybody, for listening.